Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. Quran Sabaida tutla alim ayatuna bajinatin qalan ladina kafaru lilladina amanu. When our adversary said to the unbelievers, to unbelievers, what they said to the believers, you know, look actually, who you are and who you are, we have better clothes, we have better company, which group between two us is the Khairun Maqama? You see our house and your house? That's how they say. And who has more better assembly? Their mind does not work. Tell me, is there proof that you are good? You are more right because your house is better. This is how they make argument. Quran says, They say like that. Before them, how many generations we destroyed them? Those people, they were much better in furniture than you. Their furniture, their houses were much better than you. And they were much better looking. Much more handsome, much more attractive than you. But destroy them. And then Quran says, those who are in this era, Allah will make them to live even longer in the era. So they will do more and more sins. And when the punishment will come to them, then they will know. Then they will know who is the worst in place and who has weakest army. Now they are proud of their assembly and all those things. So now this person is saying, see, you know, first Qiyamah will not happen anyway. If it happens, I'll be there, guarded better than this one. قَالَ لَهُ صَاحِبُهُ وَهُوَ يُحَابِرُهُ His companion said to him, when he was talking to him, أَكَفَرْتَ بِالَّذِي خَلَاقَكَ مِنْ تُرَابِ You forgot the one who created you. Are you ungrateful? You deny the one who created you from the earth, from soil. Directly that water makes a wrong people more upset. When you remind them their reality. Who you are, where you come from. You are coming from drop of the water that came from your father. And the drop was made from what? From the from the, you know, from the blood. And the blood has been made from what? From the food that your father ate. And food came from where? From the soil. Your, just this soil you are made. And you are so arrogant. Are you ungrateful? Do you deny, do you reject the one who made you from the soil? Then he made from the, from, you know, from the sperm, from the, from the from drop of the water. He made you as a man. Who made you? Whose law is this? When people are born, they grow and they become man. Tell me who made this law? Who wrote this law? Allah. Is Allah the law? Allah is the one who made this argument. That is how people are born. You did not make yourself. Does anybody make himself young? Does anybody make himself to be born? Tell me when you are born, did you make yourself to be born? Did you plan your birth? Nothing really. Nobody makes himself to be born. Did you plan how to become, when you are young, how you are looking? Nobody is like that. Did you plan your eyes? Did you plan your hair? Nothing. In this world, you and whatever you have got, both are made by him. خَلَاقَكُمْ وَمَا تَعْمَلُونَ He made you and whatever you make. Everything made by him. He created everything. He made you from Nutfa, then he made you Rajul, man. And you now are grateful to him. And you are so arrogant proud. لَكِنَّ هُوَ اللَّهُ رَبِّي لكن نمس لكن انا بت ان عربي لانجويج وين هاف غات لكن انا تو رول عربي لانجويج وين ذا حمزه ان حمزه هاز غات سكون بيفور ات 
So you are allowed to move the harakah of the hamza to the letter before that. So lakin ana. So it becomes a, you know, noon has got harakah first one, and then second noon has got harakah. And this alif, the noon needed to draft. And then both noon has been joined together is ghamt. Lakinna. It was lakin ana. So lakin ana became lakinna. Lakinna huwa Allahu Rabbi. As for me, I'm not like you. I believe my Lord. I'm grateful to him. I'm not arrogant. I don't want to be arrogant. Lakinna huwa Allahu Rabbi. He Allah is my Lord. He's my Rabbi. He's the one who created me. He's the one who gave everything. I am loyal to him. I believe in him. Huwa Allahu Rabbi. Wala ushriku bihi Rabbi ahad. I don't associate anybody with my Lord. When you refer the knowledge to yourself, it is shirk. When you refer the, your, you know, your achievement to your own power, it is shirk. You make yourself associated to, uh, to Allah SWT, uh, making yourself partner to Allah SWT. You think your knowledge produces something. You think your power produces something. It is shirk. As for me, I don't associate anybody to my Lord. وَلَا أُشْرِكُ بِرَبِّ أَحَدًا وَلَوْ لَا إِذْ دَخَلْتَ جَنَّتَكَ قُلْتَ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ لَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ you know, more appropriate to you was to have right manner. Why it not happen that when you enter to your, your garden, you said, MashaAllah. You know, this what, what Allah will. Not my achievement. Not my, what Allah will. Allah is the one who will. This is what you have to say. So I said, I mentioned earlier, the right manner is about the future when you determine, say, inshallah. Because your knowledge and your power not sufficient to produce the future. You say, inshallah. About the past, what you have achieved, you should not be arrogant because it is not a result of your power, not a result of your knowledge. It is a result of Allah SWT will. To say, MashaAllah, what Allah, Allah will. Or say, Alhamdulillah. So why is it not that when you enter to your garden, say, MashaAllah, whatever Allah will. That's why in, in, in Muslim families, when they see the children having nice clothes, they say, MashaAllah, all the time. So MashaAllah basically meaning it, it's not my achievement, what Allah will. But the thing is, as I mentioned really, people say the words, the meaning is gone. And when the meaning is gone, there's no effect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the word like that really. You know, the word, words, they are not reality. You know, meaning is in, words are containers of the meanings. And meanings are content, connected to the reality. Words themselves are not reality. You know, water, the word water, is water? Tell me, if you drink the word water, if I write water, can you drink it? It's just word. It is just word. It contains a meaning. And meaning, if you drink, can you drink the meaning? Then meaning refers to a reality. That reality, what matters there is. To try to understand what matters the reality. The words are only container of a meaning. So when you say water, W-A-T-E-R, is it water? It is just a word for a meaning. If you drink this word, you cut the word and you drink, is it water? Words are not water. The words are only container of certain meaning. The water contains a meaning of water. But this meaning is going to help you. This meaning only helps you to connect you to the reference, to reality. Then meaning refers to certain reality. Reality what matters really is. But if you only have word, no meaning, tell me how the word is going to save you. If people keep saying water, 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 is it going to quench their thirst? If people keep saying food, 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 is going to be enough for them? Think really. If your mom is not there, you just keep saying, mom, mom, is going to be enough for you? Not going to help you. Nothing going to help you. To try to understand it. We Muslims forget this matter. When Allah SWT taught us, He taught us these words, but these words, they are container. 
and the container of what container of certain meanings and those meanings they are connected to external reference of reality those realities what matters so when you say mashallah you don't know what they mean and you also don't know if you don't know the meaning you don't know where the meaning refers to so tell me how can you learn anything that i'm trying to say the teaching in, in, in islam actually teaching of islam has become very very superficial people learn the word but they don't learn the meaning and sometimes people also translate the meaning sometimes they in the most they say what it means but they don't learn really where the meaning refers to meaning has a reference external reference external reference is reality that reality what matters really is it clear or not try to understand whenever you express anything in the word there are three things to understand word the meaning and the reality these three things the words is contain the meaning and meaning is a refer meaning refers to a reality and you have to learn properly so when you learn that word you learn the meaning of the word and you know what it refers then you know then you, you have proper knowledge we muslims very often learn the words that you know when you see something you say mashallah when you plan in the future say inshallah but we don't know the meaning it does not make any difference for us we keep saying this but nothing happened sometimes we learn the meaning inshallah means if allah wills mashallah means what allah will but we don't really know what it refers to the nothing of difference you need to learn the words you need to learn the meanings and you need to learn their external references which are the reality that why the quran only can change your life if you learn the quran and learn the meaning of the quran and learn the reference of the quran reality to which the meaning is connected then it will be beneficial for you so anyway i'm trying to say people say mashallah but does nothing happen because they don't really mean they don't understand what this why what they saying it that why we say inshallah so many times 100 times but nothing happen and people used to say inshallah only once and it used to make difference because this one inshallah used to be trust in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we say inshallah but we never trust in him never never really when the problem happens we become mad so he explained to him walaula why is not happen id dakhalta jannataka when you enter your garden you could have said mashallah you know whatever allah will that happened la quwwata illa billah there no power except by allah this garden was not my power i was not able to do this you know without allah's power never happened that why when the muaddin said hayya ala salah hayya ala falah what is sunnah to say la hawla wala quwwata illa billah because he is saying come to the prayer and come to the success so can you come no your responsibility no i cannot come myself if allah does not want la hawla wala quwwata illa billah no 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 arrangement i cannot make my own arrangement to go la quwwata no power to take me to the mosque except by allah it is allah who can enable me allah who can make me to go to the mosque allah is who can make me to get this success allah is the one who can make me to attend the prayer and you can see really if allah wants you pray if allah does not want can you pray you can see really sometime you know i myself myself really you know sometime you know i am very very tired and and suddenly allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes certain condition in my mind and i jump from the bed i go to mosque and pray properly sometime i'm not so tired but i find excuse in my heart that i'm tired and i don't go for prayer and i realize really if allah does not want nothing happen you don't think really properly allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he, he does not ask when you don't go to pray it means allah is not happy with you simple thing really if you don't come to the mosque it means allah does not consider you worthy to come to your house, his house how bad it is for us really when you come to the mosque you should be happy that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted him in his house i like this story very much 
that one master, he was, both Muslims master and slave. And a master asked slave to come to the, to the market to buy something. So he bought a lot of things and put on the shoulder of the slave to carry to the home. While coming, there was Adhan in the mosque. So the slave was a good pious person and the master was not so pious. Slave said to the master, now there is Adhan, so I will you know, take this to her house anyway, but first let me pray. Master was not good in prayer, but he was not so bad. He said, okay, you can go and pray, and then after that you carry. And master said, I am waiting outside the mosque. And now the slave went in the mosque and did the prayer with the jama'ah. And now everybody left, and he is there still. You know, master waiting, waiting. He allowed him for not so long. Then he shouted from outside, you know, what happened? Everybody left the mosque, and what are you doing there? So slave said, he does not allow me to come outside. He does not let me out. Master said, who does not let you out? You know, I am your master. Who does not let you out? He said, the one who does not let you in. Then the master realized really that, you know, it's how bad I am really. Allah is the one who did not let me in. Then he repented and he did this, understand this properly. You cannot pray if he does not want. Simple thing. You think really your prayer is your achievement, not your achievement. It is his gift really. If he does not want you, you cannot pray. If you give a money to a poor person, it's not who he accepted it. That by Abu Umar, uh, Ta'ala, you know, the great man from, from Palestine who came and settled in Syria and they made, you know, Maqadis, house of the Maqadis, Salih, big, big things, big man of Islam, uh, you know. He used to say to his family, the women in the house, when the beggar comes, give something. If you don't give, somebody else will give. I lied his sentence very much. It's a very, very good sentence. He said, if you don't give the money, to the poor people, somebody else will give. Not the poor people remain hungry, somebody else will give. Then you don't get reward. Allah is not as far. If you give, give, you get reward. So this really is very, very important to understand. All the power are in the head of Allah. You don't, you don't have knowledge. Allah has knowledge. You don't actually plan, Allah plans. You don't make arrangement, Allah makes arrangement. You know, all the forces are controlled fully by Him. Whatever happening in this world is happening by Him really. When people get a son, it is not that you got a wife to you not tell you have son. Not like that. You know, you just one thing that he taught you. But to have a son, there are millions of things that you don't know. He does for you. And that you get a son. And you think really you got a son and you are proud and arrogant. Allah made son for you. When you make wealth, it's not that you know you made wealth. There are so many factors to make the wealth. You did little bit and he did more than you. That's why this person is so wise, so nice. He's a poor person. But that actually people say that when money comes, then mind goes. So people say that rich people, they are like drunk people. So some people have one glass of drinking, some people two glasses. So when you become more and more rich, you become more and more drunk. You don't understand the reality properly. It is true, really. Not every rich person, but mostly rich people become like drunk people. They don't understand properly. He is not rich. He is poor. He understands properly. So he said to him, why is it not that when you turn into your garden, you would have said, MashaAllah, what Allah will. La quwwata illa billah. There is no power except Allah. This is actually why this story has come really. This teaches that in this world we know something and we don't know something. And what we don't know is always more than we know. One thing will. Second thing is that in this world we control something and there are many, many things which we don't control. And those which we don't control, they are more effective for any result than those forces that we control. So for the success, you have certain forces that you control to make you successful. But many, many more forces we can make you successful, you don't control. You even don't know them. 
Allah knows them. To la quwwata illa billah. And then he said to him, you know, you made so much effort. And the garden came. I did not make this effort, but I trust my Lord. You know, he, you know I'm not so lucky like you. But in tarani, ana aqalla minka maalam wa walada. You know, he first said to him, when he was coming, ana aqtaro minka maala, I am more than you in the wealth. And I am more than you in the number, in the children. This person said now to him, replying to him, if you think that I am less than you in the wealth, and I am less than you in the children, I don't have so many sons. فَعَسَى رَبِّي I hope that my Lord will give me better than your garden. I mean, he's a wise person. He knows really. He knows that when people laugh at you, mock you, Allah SWT has decided that he must give you better than them. Always like that. Allah's rule is that why never laugh anybody. One thing actually I have seen actually very, very often in my life also. When you laugh at any, anybody, for whatever you laugh, you get the same punishment. Same thing happened to you. You know, I remember that one of my friends, a very close friend, whenever he used to eat, we used to together in the same room. So all the time, he was very fast, you know, much more fast person. But, you know, friendly, all the nice. So whenever he used to eat, sweat. So much sweat coming from his head. So sometimes I used to make a joke and laugh at him. And then, but I never had something like that. But soon, I got the same from okay, more than that. Now, whenever I eat so much sweating, you know, sometimes my family asked children laughter. I said, don't laugh. It is punishment. <laughs> so if you laugh, it will have the same, same to you. So I remember, I, when I used to, I was thinking really, why is he eating and so much sweating from head? What, what relation there? So, you know, so we just wait to make a joke. And this happened. So one, time, one of my friends, he had an illness. So I was making some comment. He said, no, no, don't do this. Because I did this same to someone else. I got this problem. If you do, it will happen to you. So be careful. So then I stopped. So Alhamdulillah has saved me from that. To understand this Allah's ways, people have to understand the rule. He understands the rule. He knows that this person laughed at me, now he'll get the punishment. He knows the rule. He said, I, I, I am hopeful. I know that, that my Lord will give me a paradise better than me. When you mock the people, they always will become better than me. Always. It always agrees like that. That's why don't worry when people laugh at you. I said to the people, don't at least you get reward. You know, when they, this 9-11 happened, some of my daughters, they used to go to school. And some people used to laugh at their scar. So they complained to me. I said, no, don't worry. You know, what can you better than you get reward for something you never did? You know, they, Allah SWT is rewarding so much for head scar. So what about the people laugh at me and then I get reward? I will laugh actually. The whole world laughs at me. What can you better than that? You laugh at me and you can't harm me anyway. And you get more reward. And sometimes, Alhamdulillah, I feel really. Sometimes Allah SWT you know, rewards me and favor. So I sometimes think I don't do anything anyway. What happened? So then I realized maybe somebody criticizing me or somebody laughing at me, that must be a reward for that. Because when you laugh at the people, you get reward. So that really happens. So this person knows. He says, I hope my Lord will give me better than your garden. And he will send upon it a punishment from the sky. Punishment can be called. Anything which can come and destroy, you know, wind, wind comes and destroys, something will he do. Why he knows this? You know, he does not want to buy it for his, his, his friend. But he knows that when people make this claim, it will going to happen. Believers know this really. So that I, when you see anybody proud and arrogant, you should believe soon something will happen to him. Soon a punishment will come to him. It is so certain really. It never, never, this person knows that this person becomes so much arrogant, 
तो ही नाउ प्रिडिक्ट एंड दिस प्रिडिक्शन बिकॉज ट्रू कल्लास वहाँ तक हैप्पी सो हैप्पी विद हिम कहते पेशेंट ही डिड सब ही एफ ट्रांसेंड रस वहाँ तला अल्लाह लस हिम तो नाउ ही प्रिडिक्ट ही सेड आई होप अल्लाह विल गिव मी गार्डन बेटर देन योर्स एंड ही विल सेंड अ पनिशमेंट अपॉन योर गार्डन طلبہ Oh, you are proud that there are rivers and water inside your garden. Allah will make the water go in the deep, deep in the ground. And then you keep looking for water, you can't do it. And if the water is not there, your garden will die. So he is just making possibility, something will happen. Because he knows that is how it happens. This really to all the time. Be very careful about the arrogant. <coughs> I advise all of you really, don't be arrogant. Never show to the people that I am better than you. Never, never say. And once you say, repent to Allah immediately, Because the punishment is very, very near to you. It never, never changes. Allah, Allah, the Lord never changes. This matter. Never be proud. Never be arrogant. Whenever you argue with anybody, never show to him that you are better than him. Once you make this mistake, punishment will come to you so quickly. Arrogance is very, very bad, really. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala never, never accept arrogance. You see, he predicts him, and then it happens. Quran says, "Wa wahiyata bi tamarihi." Then. His fruits were surrounded. All his money, property, income, so means not only garden. All the income, all the property, some punishment came. Wahi tabe tamari. All the his wealth surrounded. Allah swt encompassed them. Punishment came. Fa asbaha yuqallibu kafahi alama anfaqafiha. Then he started turning his cup, you know, palms like that. You know, when people lose everything, they they just you know do like that. Alama anfaqafiha. What he spent it. He spent his life, his time, his energy. All in the garden, now the wahi ya khawat na arushha, and now the garden was falling apart on its roof. Arush means when the people make graves, so there is like roof when the, you know the, the branches go there. Now all fell down. Ala arushha, wa yaqul. Now he said, Ya laytani lam ushrik bi Rabbi ahada. I wish I would not have associated anyone with my Lord. Too late. After the punishment, that what you need to learn in the advance. That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wants to teach you in the Ramaz. No properly that your knowledge is imperfect. Allah's knowledge is perfect. No properly your power is incomplete, imperfect, and Allah's power is full. Do things what you can do, but trust in Him alone. Don't relate your success to yourself. Relate your success to Allah alone. That why you know in the way people raise their children in this country, it makes them more arrogant. So when you celebrate, you know, birthday. You make your child arrogant. Because when he becomes ten year old and you make a party, so he think that his being a ten year old is his achievement. So he is happy for nothing really. Did he do anything to become ten year old? What did you do? Tell me. Even if you lie down, still after ten years you become ten year old. After five years you become five year old. To tell me what is your achievement is there? But unnecessarily you put in the mind of the child that you have done something, and you know he cuts the cake and all that. He is so happy. By by doing nothing, you know, instead of what should be done, if your child memorizes the Quran, he does something like he does something performance in exam or some learns good manners. You say to your child, you know, you learn some good manners. I want to celebrate that. So then he will be encouraged to learn more good manners, learn more Quran. So you encourage him. That's what his good deeds are. But you make him happy for something which he never did. 
just like what, what foolishness is, then you make all his life foolish. He will be always happy for something which he never did. There are kinds of people are jumping in the air. I, when I see really young people, they jump and they dance and all that. I tell you, what you have done that you are dancing? What you have achieved that you are jumping? And I'm so happy. The reason is because these people have been, people have been taught to celebrate. Celebrate what? Do nothing. Celebrate of your birthday. Allah should be celebrating. Because he is the one who made you to be born. So you are 10 years, you become 10 years old. Whose achievement is this? Allah or yours? Allah's achievement? When your company became 50 year old, 50 year company, whose achievement is Allah? Allah made it to survive. Thank Him. Now they have you know, silver jubilee and gold jubilee and then diamond jubilee. Tell me, you know, relate to yourself. You are happy for yourself. You did this thing. Allah did. Always refer to Matullah. Otherwise, when He punished, not, don't associate yourself with Him. Not very good. There was no party to come to help him. What he said? I've got party, I've got people to help me. When punishment came, no party came. No jinn came. People said, this man came from India. He said, I've got an army of 30,000 jinn. And somebody phoned to me from Bartley that, you know, he said that, you know, this man, Alim has come from India. He's got 30,000 jinn. And when any woman lady makes point with him, she has to pay 1,000 pounds. And he took all the money of the women and went back and nobody was cured. All, all the, I don't understand why the women are so, so foolish. How can he cure you? You pay him 1,000 pounds and then he runs away. Why didn't he give you 1,000 pounds in sadaqah and charity? Allah would have rewarded you. This person came and took all the money and went. And somebody phoned me that this person has come. He's an alim and he takes, he has 30,000 jinn. I said to me, where got 30,000 jinn? Why is he bigger? With 30,000 army of jinn, you can conquer whole India. Because jinn are in army, nobody sees them. An Indian army, you see them. Your jinn can attack Indian army, they can kill them. An Indian army cannot see them. He should become Indian ruler of India. With the 30,000 jinn, you are coming to England to beg money to a small town of Bartley. Tell people what I mean. Does make any sense? But I don't understand, especially the women, I don't understand why they believe in these things. In all the time, I mean, they cheated so many times. So many, and nothing happened. No, no cure happened to them. When any problem they have, these women always they think jinn do it. Why Allah cannot do anything? Why jinn has more power than you? Why you cannot you harm jinn? They think why? Why if jinn comes to you, you, you should actually harm him, hurt the jinn, make the jinn run away from you. Like Umar Khattab, the Prophet said to Umar Khattab, "Oh Umar, when you walk in the street, shaitan runs away from that. See, he's also human being." Shaitan fears him. And why you are human beings, you fear jinn? I don't understand how believers can fear jinn. Jinn should fear you. When you walk, jinn should change your, your path. And Alhamdulillah, I've seen my life. Whenever I put somebody has possessed by jinn, I say, okay, call me. And when I go there, no jinn there. All jinn run away. Nothing happened. I know there's no jinn anyway. But you know, jinn are exist, but jinn don't possess anybody. But I don't understand why believers fear jinn. Believers should fear Allah SWT. Jinn don't do anything. And then I tell people that why all the jinns are in East London? <laughs> Nowhere else. Everybody in the East London has this problem of, of a jinn. Try to understand nothing exists. All power belongs only to Allah. Nobody has power. Allah is the only who, got, who has power. But problems, people's problem really, when they get the problem, they, they, they basically don't understand really how to solve the problem. They listen to anybody who has sympathy for them. From anywhere they listen the word of solution, they go to that person. Anybody, any synthesis. Somebody, whether it makes sense or does not make any sense, they go there. This is the problem really. Try to understand if problems are there, sometimes they will remain. 
Nobody got cure. Allah can cure. There remain. And people have seen really hundred times you have seen that those all fabricator people they never solve your problem. They never solve. They only cheat your money. And if the women stop going to the, these people, then the business will stop. Then all the problems will stop. But many women go and they keep making more and more money. So now this person says, I wish I never have associated anybody with my Lord. And that, the reason I keep saying this thing so many times, I really feel very hurt when I see that many Muslim women are cheated. And especially I feel hurt because many of these people are very corrupt. Sometimes they dishonor the women. They call them and they ask the father and mother everywhere to leave and they leave, make the women alone and they give them something, they become unconscious and they touch it, they basically dishonor them. Many, many stories like that. That I advise all the women, if, if you have problem, prefer to die, but don't go to any Raqi and Naami. Don't go to those people. Death is not a bad thing. It's not a, it's not a problem to die. Everybody is going to die. Prefer to die, but don't go to these people. They will take away your honor, they take away your wealth, and they take away your Iman. Go to a doctor, go to a specialist. Go to a doctor, they know the cause. Maybe they cure, maybe they don't cure. But that actually what Allah has commanded you. When you have illness, go to doctor. But going to these people, they shirk, sometimes kufr, and they take your money and they dishonor you. So I always, if you have problem, prefer to die with the problem, but never go to these people. Never go to any raqi, never go to any amil, never go to the people who claim that they have got, they control jinn, never go to them. Going to them will take away your iman. They will make you mushrik. Very, very bad, really. Take away your iman from you. So, you know, then this person says, Ya alaytani la mushrik bi rabbi ahada, wa lam taqul lahu fi'atun yansuruhu min dunillah. No, nobody to help you. All the Wa ma kana muntasara. He could not take his revenge. He could not make help himself. Or help become helpless, really. How, how weak human being is? How helpless we are? The people are proud of their army and all that. You know, just think, really, the dying, a mighty king dies. And when his funeral goes, does he take anything? All his soldiers and army and the wealth and the pilots remain behind. He goes alone, really. Nobody with him. In a time when he needs everybody's help, nobody's with him. Even if you ask, if he makes will, when I die, bury my minister with him, with me. Is the minister going to bury with him? This minister who was all the time with you, when you die, he's not going to be buried with you. He never, never, he never can accept. Your children never accept it. Nobody will accept this thing. He had no help. Wilaya means you know rule, rule and hukm and sultan and power, wilaya with kasra wow. And walaya means you know help and support and guardianship. So there means you know when this thing happening, Allah says there, you know, only one who has got support and help is Allah. Nobody else help you. Nobody can help you. Nobody is your guardian. A guardianship and walaya and support. Help is only owned by Allah. He is the only one helping. In all those conditions, when all your people leave you alone, who, who is with you? Allah is with you. All the time. In life, you can see really, when your friends leave you, Allah does not leave you. When you are rich, you have many friends. When you become poor, all of them leave. But Allah leaves you, He never leaves you. Allah is all the time. You. Allah is the one. That's why you should make Him friend. Make Him friend because He never leaves you. Allah, Allah is the truth. All your friends, they are not true. All your property, they are not true. Allah is the true. Allah is the real. You can trust in Him. You can rely on Him. He is your friend. Everything else, nothing your friend. He is better in reward. 
when you do the reverse is better wa khair uqba and he the better in consequence in making in make this ending properly the all the good ending come because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to no doubt really, you know these verses you know so much lesson for the this story of these two two, two men you know try to understand arrogance in, in this world very very dangerous really never trust in your knowledge though you are commanded to seek the knowledge seek the knowledge as much you can do but don't trust in your knowledge trust in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know get a power as much you can do make effort full effort for every single thing but don't trust in your effort try to understand really the consequence the end result is in the hand of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your efforts don't produce the result what produces the result is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your efforts are only symbol symbolic they are just a little bit in it and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grows it make it bigger and bigger and then it produce but if you think and know i did and something happened your mistake really. it is big, big mistake sometimes like see children do little bit and the parent award reward them so much why they want to encourage them but the child start thinking all this money is coming by my this effort and this effort can produce so much money he is foolish it actually only has come to encourage you to where allah swt rewards our, our our efforts not because our efforts deserve anything just he want to encourage us our efforts don't deserve those things you know, do you think really we can get paradise we can earn paradise our efforts are not even equal to thank for our eye if you spend all your life to thank the eye for eye that you have got you cannot do that your efforts cannot th- thank anything and actually i tell a story and then stop it here inshallah this you know the, in the day of judgment allah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, you know will uh, tell someone who have been very very good deeds and you know, all the time doing, you know a lot of good deeds and always never seen you know so much a nice life a pious life to allah will tell to him oh my slave i am entering you into paradise because of my mercy so wonder how to you know i did so much thing why not my action where my deeds have gone i have you know good deeds of the whole life but at the end of the day i am entering to paradise because of your mercy to where my deeds have gone to allah will try to explain to him so merciful he will ask an angel take this person and pass him by by the hellfire and then angel will pass him by the hellfire and then he will feel so thirsty like he going to die and there will be an angel selling the water who can buy one glass of water for a, for the ibadah of the whole life for the good deeds of whole life one glass of water is so much desperate for the water he'll say i have got ibadah the whole life take it and give me a glass of water and then he will drink the water and come to allah allah will say oh my slave where is your ibadah for holy whole life it was not even worth of one glass of water you sold your ibadah for one glass of water nobody interested to paradise except with the mercy and rahma of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala try to understand this properly nothing and even the person people said to the person even you allah messenger he say even me illa antaghammadani allah bi rahma is if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala curse me with mercy okay if you have a quick question please ask for a time now quarter to 5 yeah. okay let's have question inshallah there's more time that we can do some more inshallah Feel tired. I am the only person who is speaking, and if you are sitting, so I become tired. Okay. Do you have any questions? Yeah. You have a question. Yeah. Sheikh, uh, uh, will people increase in knowledge in general? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, because all the time when you see Allah, knowledge increases. When you see more favor from Allah, knowledge increases. Knowledge always keeps increasing. Knowledge connected with the known. When the known is more, knowledge is more. 
every time you have new fruits, your knowledge increases the fruits. Every time you meet new people, all those things, you know, new flavors from your Lord, knowledge increases. Even the enjoyment will increase every day. Kullama rozeku min hamin thamaratin, you know, every time they will get fruit. They will show it is similar to the first one, but it's so different. Every time your taste will change. Every time new new taste, new new thing. Assalamualaikum, Sheikh. It's just a reflection. What the man says when he says, "I don't believe in the resurrection, but if it happens, I'll get better better things than what I have today." Is that so? This is really spread in this society. People say, "I don't believe in Allah. He doesn't exist." But if if it, if he exists, I I probably have paradise because I'm I'm a good person. Like the the person we have around us, they all think like that. Right, it's so widespread. People always, rich people, they think really what they have got is because they deserve it. That's their mind. Rich people think that the money that they got because they deserve it. So they can't imagine that you know they will not have same thing in the hereafter. They don't understand the gift. It is not because you deserve. People who are poor, they think that they are poor because they deserve poverty. Considering now many people in the West, they say third world country, they deserve to be poor. Then they think really. They don't. They don't. They, they don't understand really. It Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made the world like that. You know, in the past, in the Middle East, which is now so much suffering, Middle East to used to be, you know, the, the top top, you know, in the world. You know, if you imagine the you know civilization of Middle East in the past, many many times the history, maybe before Islam, it's so high. You know, you see, even Roman Empire, the main part of the Roman Empire was the Middle East. There were all the money and richness was there. So, but now people can imagine, people forget the, all the things so quickly. The people think, you know, this world has been like that all the time. Now let's keep changing. You know, Egypt, so much problem. But once the Pharaoh was, when Pharaoh was there, Egypt was, you know, the main, main world. The world, Egypt was the mother of dunya. All the things are Egypt, Iraq, so India, you know, in the past, all this civilization, they came and went. Roman Empire, then Abbasid Empire, you know, Umayyad Empire, Ottoman Empire, everything keeps coming and going. British Empire, about which actually Indian people used to say, everybody used to say, sun never sets, but now sometimes in the winter sun never rises. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala made something like that. How Allah Subhanahu wa Taala does? You cannot imagine. Even people are proud, arrogant. That what happens all the time. Now America is in a big power. People don't understand. It is just temporary thing. Not going to last. And actually, decline already has started. First decline happens in your conduct. If you become a liar, wrong doer, then certainly decline will happen. And, and power people of power they never think they are accountable. They think they make justice. What they do that justice? They don't think they are accountable. So they think if they what they do that is justice anyway. People don't deserve anything better than that. When it happens, their punishment comes very quickly. Okay. The question is uh, regarding the verse. I wish I had not associated with my Lord anyone. What does associating here mean? Uh, is it actual shirk in worship or intellectual shirk, meaning thinking that I did I did this or I did that instead of ascribing the results to Allah? No, because you know he he is referring to everything for himself. So in rububiya shirk for rububiya, he he said he is the one who make garden. You know he all the things that I think the shirk for rububiya is. We should refer everything to Allah, but he think his knowledge makes things, his power makes things. So this shirk. You know, you can make other people shirk. Also, you can make yourself a partner of Allah. Shirk can happen many times. So somebody can think, "I am Rabb." Like Quran, you say, "You know, I am your Lord. I am the Rabb." So that's also shirk. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.